ピピカチュウチュウカチュピピカピカチュウピカピピピカチュウチュウカチュピピカピカチュウピカピピピカチュウチュウカチュピピカピカチュウピカピピピカチュウチュウカチュピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカチュウピカピピカピカ
I'll disturb this sleeping giant. Why not? So Corfish wakes up Loudred, and now everything's cranked up to 11. Loudred is bouncing off the walls and screaming and tackling. And it's so bad that Brock actually has Fortress bore through a cave wall. Like, we need an emergency getaway right now! You'd think they would have used that that trick at other points in their life, but okay. Um, but he doesn't get that, that tunnel dug before Loudred tackles May and knocks Silcoon from her arms. All the humans are tackled and tone deaf and maybe unconscious, so Pikachu and the other Pokemon go chasing after Silcoon, who's just rolling down deeper and deeper into the cave. They probably could have brought Silcoon back and saved their trainers, but unfortunately Corfish tries to be part of the rescue party, and because Corfish is forever and always itself, they all end up dunked in the underground stream. Which soon turns into rapids, Pikachu's holding Silcoon like it's a flotation device, and they're careening to a waterfall, uh, and they go over, but when they're finally washed to the end, they're in this green verdant area, lush grass, it's paradise. Except, you know, Corfish gets stuck in a sinkhole, and and Trico knows the perfect way to get it out of there. Tail Whip puts some of Ash's training to use, like Trico whacks Corfish like a golf ball, and it actually goes blasting off, star and everything. So, it seems that Corfish and Trico have some tension between them. I think we gotta do some team building exercises. For the whole gang, like Ash's entire history as a trainer, like it's kind of tough to keep all these disparate characters from clashing, and especially Hoenn region. There was there was a lot of conflict, Hoenn region, I felt. Definitely as we go through it again, we'll we'll see if my memory matches up with reality, but I seem to remember there was a lot of fighting over who Daddy loved best in this party. But in the case of Corfish and Trico, they do have a lot in common while also, like, being so incredibly different. Like, they're both very prideful and stubborn, aggressive, but while Trico is, like, silently, like, sleeping in the corner but ready to cut you if you cross him, and Corfish is just, like, blah, all over the place, like, I I can see why they would not get along at all while also have the potential to be, like, best buds. And even without the two of them, there's a lot of other personalities at play, like, there's Pikachu (laughs) in that mix, but eventually they come to an agreement, and basically, we all gotta get back to our friends, let's maybe not go nuclear on the countryside. Speaking of those friends, the human characters don't know where their Pokémon are, so they're looking through caves and not finding anything so far. Team Rocket's also searching through the caves, bemoaning that they never taught any of their team the move Flash. Uh, But but despite all odds, Wobbuffet did find that Loudred. Poor Loudred, it'll be so happy when these kids are out of the area for good. Anyway, checking back in with Corfish, it finds some mushrooms. Strange mushrooms, just grown in the woods. Seems like a good thing to eat, right? Pikachu's gotta step in and be the adult, like... Don't put every random thing you find into your mouth. (laughs) These mushrooms are poisonous. Not that it matters when they find some healthy fruit. Corfish eats so much that it chokes. Like, eh. Trico decides to fix it in the usual way, like tail whip or pound Corfish into the ground. So, eight minutes into this episode, we meet a new Pokemon up in a tree. It's watching the gang. Uh, They're walking through the grass. 
and they're growing really tired from hauling Silcoon around, or or maybe it's because of this Pokemon, this newsleaf. It's playing a song on a leaf, and like really, the Pokemon are getting very sleepy. Thanks to this song, they start getting drowsy, walking in circles, and getting confused. Until Trico decides enough's enough, something's happening here. It stops and looks around, Pikachu helps, and they soon spy Nuzleaf high in, a, in the branches, laughing at them. What is its game? Does it want a battle? Well, want it or not, it's getting one, because Corfish and Trico in particular are bringing the fight. Like I said, they have much more in common than you would take at first glance. And they give Nizleaf a scratch in the leaf on its head, thinking, yeah, they can take this rogue, until Nizleaf calls for friends, and it's full-on Gondor calls for aid. The cries of Nizleaf echo for miles, and then it disappears. <laughs> it's really weird. Pikachu's on guard. And the gang starts walking again, but as they do, one by one, the Pokemon start disappearing. Lotad stops by a pond and gets fished out. Trico gets nabbed. Torchic stops to pick some flowers and is the next to go. And then Silcoon is stolen right from out of Pikachu and Mudkip's hands. So, we have a problem. And, and the people stealing Pokemon are a horde of Nizleaf. Stealing, stealing Pokemon, like, wow, I hope Team Rocket doesn't try to recruit them. They're on the same page. Luckily, Taylo sees them from the air. Remember, Taylo is still with Ash. And and that's good, because this episode seems to be taking the whole of Duford Island. Like, I think the island got bigger than before. The Newsleaf territory is huge. I'm glad they got Taylo and flying Pokemon on the case. Anyway, the Newsleaf got all the pilfer Pokemon in a makeshift cage out there in the woods. And I think Lotad should have been able to just walk through the bars on its own, but whatever. They're trapped, Trico can't break out, Corfish can't yell its way out. It's a conundrum. Especially since Team Rocket isn't the villain, but they are here, and Meowth translates for us, the Nizleaf are planning to burn the other Pokemon at the stake. Like, for serious? Yeesh. That, that seems a little excessive for a Pokemon show. But Team Rocket decides they might as well take advantage of this chaos, just as Pikachu and Mudkip arrive to negotiate the return of their hostages. Mudkip's the one interested in negotiating. Pikachu wants to just light up the forest, but, you know. They present a solid front for about five minutes. It's not going well, but this all gets derailed when the kidnappers get kidnapped themselves by Team Rocket. Team Rocket drops a net on all the Nuzleaf, and they also swipe Pikachu, leaving only Mudkip and all the caged Pokemon. The net is electric-proof, it's tough enough to withstand Pikachu's iron tail, so Team Rocket makes an extremely good decision and decides, yeah, like, we've done enough here. We've, we've got the Pokemon, we've got Pikachu, we don't need to grab every last penny in the bank vault. We've already got a million bucks, let's just get out of here. So the balloon flies off leaving only Brock's Mudkip and a bunch of Pokemon in a cage again. But Taylor, remember, saw everyone from the sky, so it brings the humans, Ash and company, there on the case. Taylor and Fortress smash the wooden cage, and then Maze reunited with her team, and they've got to focus on catching the balloon. Team Rocket is a bit of a head start. And up to this point, I was pretty blah about this episode. Like, I was kind of expecting it to go in a different direction. Like, not much interesting was happening beyond 
burning Pokemon at the stake. Uh, and then I heard these words come out of Ash Ketchum's mouth. Corfish, use crab hammer on me. And then I sat up straight like, okay, things are about to get interesting. Corfish launches Ash like a rocket and Pikachu rejoices, which is not what I would do if I saw Ash flying towards me like a freaking torpedo. Like, what on earth? You have bird Pokemon, Ash, let alone that Corfish shouldn't have been capable of this. You have a Talo. If it were anyone other than Pikachu, he'd have, he'd have used that. But no, when it's Pikachu, that requires a personalized rescue. Ash flies up there and then decides to rescue the Nuzleaf as well. Probably not realizing they were the ones who captured his Pokemon earlier. And the net might be unbreakable, but where there is a knot, there is a way to untie it. And the Nuzleaf are impressed by Ash's efforts. Like, he's getting his teeth in there. And he frees all the Nuzleaf and um, just lets them fall to the ground. But Pokemon bounce, I guess. It's okay. On the ground, Brock is worried that Ash may not bounce. If the balloon gets any higher, he says, Ash and Pikachu might be in trouble. So we've, I guess we've established that physics bending has a height limit in this anime, or at least in this region of the forest. Okay. So yeah, Ash doesn't have a way down with Pikachu, and by real-world gravity, he's basically a pancake if he falls, so hang on tight, kids. Up in the air, Ash is having similar thoughts, like, how are we going to get down? When am I going to realize I have bird Pokemon to do the flying for me? He also has to dodge hits from Cacnea, but that might not be a bad thing, because Pin Missile misses Ash and hits the robotic arm of the balloon that's got Pikachu, so Ash is able to free his buddy, at least. And now, hover several hundred feet in the air. It's okay, Brock and Nizleaf are going to take one of the used nets and... Yeah, I know. Just catch Ash from basically jumping off a skyscraper. Anime physics is the best thing in the world. Believe it or not, it works. Ash still hasn't felt the need to let Talo stretch its wings. Instead, once he's on the ground, he has Trico tail whip Corfish into the air so it can bubble beam Team Rocket directly. I mean, why not? Like, we have a net. <laughs> But no, like, not even that. Trico, when Corfish falls, catches Corfish with its tail. Like, I don't understand this episode. Apparently the writers thought we didn't need to. But this act brokers a shaky truce between Corfish and Trico. Uh, they can work together when they have to. So we got our team building after all, and Ash thanks the Nuzleaf for their help, still oblivious to the fact that the Nuzleaf were gonna burn his Pokémon at the stake. But the Nuzleaf are ready to play nice now, so all's well. Like, this is a weird episode. We are into the filler section, children. And like Johto, some of it's just weird and doesn't make sense. But all of it further proves my point that Hoenn region was on crack. Like, I don't even know what the logic was with this. And like I said, kind of didn't care about it at all until suddenly Ash Ketchum is flying through the air like Superman and Nuzleaf are burning a fire to burn other Pokemon, like, who comes up with this stuff? As far as character development, like, I guess Trico and Corfish getting some mutual respect and, and working on that tail whip pound flying combo are both good things, but otherwise I can't say much goes on here that is important or memorable, and it's not even, say, the funniest episode, so I think as a whole it's a little bit disposable. Like, 
there's some good ideas here. Like, we are due for a team-building episode, and we've had a couple episodes proving that Corfish doesn't get along super well with a lot of the party, both humans and Pokemon alike. So, and Trico does seem to be sort of a de facto leader-type character, like, you know, second only to Pikachu. So, it is necessary for in Corfish to have some sort of you know, mutual respect-building episode. I just feel like this wasn't it. This episode needed a second draft so bad. Because I think it had a lot of good stuff that it was trying to accomplish, but it didn't really execute any of that super well. So I think we're going to leave it there. If you have any deeper insights into this episode, please, oh, please write in and comment. For the meantime, uh, we there's a bit of an announcement. I am going to be taking the next three weeks of December off. And I know what you're all saying. You're like, but, but, and like, that's every month lately. And, you know, you're right. (laughs) But now it's official. I've just had a lot of work stuff going on the past couple months. And it's, as you can see, I've had trouble getting things out on time. So I think it might be better to just take an official break and then be able to come back after Christmas for our holiday marathon strong and refreshed and ready to do this podcast on a consistent schedule like I've been wanting to do for years. (laughs) Yeah, that's my goal anyway. I took a couple extra responsibilities at work thinking like if I worked really hard for a couple of months, I'd have more room to breathe in the coming year. And while while that may still happen, it is while I'm in the midst of it starting to feel like a horrible mistake. I may have bitten off a little more than I can chew this year, but that's okay. This is apparently the year that nothing goes as Anne Warner plans. But that is fine. We'll take three months off, and I will see you all the day after Christmas for our usual holiday marathon. This time it is going to be the PKP Podcast Boxing Day Week Marathon. And with a little time to focus on my work and maybe get some sleep, when I come back, I should be ready to just crush it. And we will end 2017 with a bang. So until the 26th of December, I'm going to sign off and say happy holidays. Thank you so much for listening uh, all through this year, despite my inability to upload anything on time. Uh, And I hope you all have a wonderful holiday season. This is Peek Happy Podcast, signing off. Pika <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>